0: believe there's a connection level we need to get this morning for God to release what he's about to do in this house. With your kind permission, sir, can I take another five minutes? We need to connect. We need to lock down what God is about to do for us in this house this morning. Grace Assembly, can you please help me?
1: You're not a man, no. You're not a man, Oh, the God
0: morning. We glorify your name. We exalt you because you are the God of all gods. You are the great I am that I am. Alagbara Ale She Ale Father we thank you. We thank you Lord this morning for who you are and what you are to us. Father we pray that you will prove yourself strong on our behalf In the name of Jesus We ask for a service unusual That this morning you will meet each and every one of us At the point of our need. That as we have come in our weakness We will return in your strength In the name of Jesus Father we thank you We glorify your name we exhort you. We are still on this search for what name to call you because of all the names we have called you, it still falls short of describing you in the fullness of who you are. Father, continue to enlighten our hearts so that we continue to call on you and as we call on you, you will answer us. We thank you for being the God of grace assembly. We thank you for the abundance of grace that we experience in this house. We have been through trials and tribulation, but you have remained solid with us in grace assembly. We were, we are, and we shall continue to be by your grace. Father, we thank you. We declare that only you are the God of grace assembly. For as long as we have breath in us, we will serve you. As long as we have breath in us, we will call you. As long as we have breath in us, we will worship you. Thank you, Lord, for in Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Hallelujah. I don't know where to start this morning, but the Spirit of God is upon me. Because he has anointed me this morning to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. He has proclaimed liberty to the captives and the recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed and to proclaim that this 2023 will be the acceptable year of the God, of the Lord, where we have divine and happy outcomes in the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. Good morning, church. It is my pleasure to welcome you into the presence of God this morning and to this particular time when we spend time to receive the word of God. I'm going to go straight into the key text for today and it's found in Joshua 15 verse 17. I'm going to be reading from the New King James Version and I'll then quickly skip down to verse 20 and 21. We're then just going to go into the word in itself. Joshua 6 verse 15 and 17, I expect you to please remain standing as is our tradition in grace assembly for the word of God. It says, but it came to pass on the seventh day that they arose early about the dawning of the day and marched around the city seven times in the same manner. And on that day, only they marched around the city seven times. So give me verse 17, verse 16, right? Go on. The next verse and the seventh time it happened when the priest blew the trumpets that joshua said to the people shout for the lord has given you the city the lord will give you any city you desire in the name of jesus for some people it is a city of banking god will give you in the name of jesus for some people it is a city of ministry god is about to give you in the name of jesus Whatever city you are looking for, God is going to give you this morning in the name of Jesus. Now the city shall be doomed by the Lord to destruction and it and all who are in it, only Rahab the allot shall live and she and all who are with her in the house because she hid the messages that we, spent, we sent. Skip down to verse 20 and we're going to take verse 20 and 21. So the people shouted. When the priest blew the trumpet and it happened when the people heard the sound of the trumpet and the people shouted with a great shout. Is somebody going to shout with a great shout this morning in the name of Jesus? I said, is somebody going to shout this morning with a great shout in the name of Jesus? Now hold it, hold it, hold it. People of God, hold it. You know why you're shouting this morning? Because the next line says, when the people shouted with a great shout, the wall fell down flat. Then the people went up into the city. Every man straight before him what then happened and they took what and they took what now is there a city you want to take is there somebody here that wants to take a city is there somebody here that wants to take a city is there somebody that God has destined that this morning you would take a city you want to ask yourself why did you come to church this morning It was raining this morning. Some of you, you walked to church. Some of you, you had to come by public transport. Some of you, you are so coming to church this morning. Now, let me tell you the reason why you are in church this morning. Because you are about to take a city. Oh, I'm just so excited. How many of you got the message of church Yesterday, it was posted on the church platform. It talked about the seventh day. The seventh day. Now, Bible scholars will tell you that there seems to be something divine about the number seven when it comes to God. This was how we introduced it at our last Monday prayer meeting. And some of you, please join us at six o'clock every Monday evening from the Island Church. We Come together and we pray every 6 p.m. on Monday evening. We introduced it like you said. The number seven holds a special place in the Bible. Representing completion, perfection, and divine order. We witness numerous instances where God's hands moves in accordance, accordance with this sacred number. From the creation account in Genesis where God rested on the seventh day... To the seven feasts of Israel and the seven churches in the book of Revelation. The number seven weaves a tapestry of divine significance. This morning, I bring you the word of God I have titled, But on the Seventh Day. But on the seventh day. Please be seated. Please be seated. But on the seventh day, let me start from where my pastor taught me. He says, when you see the word but, it means there's about to be a flip. When you see the word but, it means something was happening before. And then when it says but it means there's about to be a transformation. It means that something that was good but is about to become better. It means that something that was great, but is about to become greater. It means something that uh, something that was rich is a but is about to become richer i know there can be a negative part but i'm not preaching negative i'm preaching the word of god and the word of god is what is positive may the word of god be continue to be positive to us in our lives in the name of jesus in the verses we read god showed himself strong on behalf of the israelites on the seventh day on the seventh day on that day god gave complete and total victory over a very formidable enemy. The enemy that ordinarily was stronger than them. And many of us are dealing with enemies that are stronger than us. But on that seventh day, God turned fear into favor. God turned doubt into reality. God Turned shame, what to fame. Turn God turned disgrace into grace. Hallelujah. Are you still with me? On that seventh day, something that looked like defeat turned to victory. And like I said, on that seventh day, disgrace was swallowed up by grace. Completely was swallowed up. I know you know this account. And perhaps you've read it many times. But please don't get familiar with me this morning. Because God is new every morning. Hallelujah. So the powerful on that day became the powerless. The all conquering army of Jericho became the vanquished army. To the Israelites. Guess what? Something that looked like conquering you. When God comes in. And your pot comes in. Becomes vanquished. They were standing on the side of conquering before. They will move to the side of being vanquished. In the name of Jesus. Am I preaching to somebody? I said they will move to. In the name of Jesus. But all this happened. On the seventh day. On the seventh day. This morning, I stand in my office as a servant in this house. Under the unction of God. And I decree and I declare that in this seventh month, all of us will experience our seventh day in the name of Jesus. Yeah. This month will not go by without us experiencing our seventh day in the name of Jesus. Yeah. So perhaps why you are standing like that is because you do not know Or have an idea of what the seventh day is. Let me unveil it to you. This morning. It is that day. When everything comes together for you. All things work together for those who love God. And are called according to his purpose. Everything will come together for you on that seventh day. It is that day when all the lines fall in pleasant places for you. People of God, it is that day that the stars, the moons, and even the sun will strategically align in your favor. It is that day that you think nothing is about to happen, but everything will conspire to make you succeed on that day. In the name of Jesus. I'm still introducing to you the seventh day. It is that day when you will do little, but your reward will be plentiful. It is that day that you will wake up at 6 to listen to the man of God pray at 6.30. And everything will begin to arrange in your favor in the name of Jesus. It is that day that you think you have done only little will come in that day let me announce to you it is that day that you will neither see the rain nor feel the wind but somehow, somehow your valley will be filled in the name of Jesus did you hear me? I said it is that day that you will neither see the rain you will neither feel the wind but somehow, somehow Valley will be filled with water. My brother came last week and was talking about how he came to Lagos. Broke, rejected and dejected, but somehow, some. He started giving out 100000 Somehow, somehow. In this 2023, he was buying cars and giving it to somebody. Somehow, somehow. Somebody operating night bus started entering air peace. You even do first class in the name of Jesus. Somehow, somehow. The seventh day is when your captivity... Will be taken captive and you'll be like them that dream. The seventh day is your day of Jubilee, it's your day of freedom where you no longer see the Egyptians you used to see. Now, let me explain to you the seventh day is not a calendar date, it's a destiny date. If you look in your diary, you may not see that seventh day, but if you look, into your spirit and you connect with god he will reveal the seventh day to you it's not a calendar date i can't tell you whether it's June, july 7th i can't tell you whether it's august 7th i can't tell you whether it's august 14th but i can tell you it is a date that you have with destiny on that day Everything will work in your favor in the name of Jesus. Because that was the experience of the Israelites. That day your enemy called poverty will be completely annihilated in the name of Jesus. Enemies of lack, blindness, stagnation, sickness, loneliness, unhappiness, and failure will be defeated in the name of Jesus. It is that day that your fame begins to spread. Everybody will know you. In the name of Jesus. Now you must understand that in Grace Assembly, we're a full gospel church. We preach the wholesomeness and the totality of the message of Christ. It is undiluted. Therefore, I'm duty bound to pause your excitement this morning by drawing your attention to a critical fact of God. And I need your whole attention, please, this morning. For there to be a seventh day there must be six days. For there to be a seventh day there must be six days. Bible tells us that the children of Israel they marched around for how many days? Six days. Let me share with you some experience of the six days or let me even read it to you verse 12 to 14 it says and joshua wrote early in the morning verse give me verse 12 it says joshua rose early in the morning and the priest took up the ark of the lord the seven priests bearing seven trumpets and seven ram horns, the Ark of God, went on continually and blew the trumpets, and the armed men went before them. But the rear guard came after the Ark of God, while the priests continually blowing the trumpets. And the second day they marched around the city once and returned to the camp. So they did for how many days? Six days. I need your full attention. The experience of the six days is different from the seventh day. And that's where some people miss it. That's where some people miss it. The experience of the six days is completely different from the experience of the seventh day. I will share with you shortly. (sighs) Now, the atmosphere in the first six days was very subdued. Bible tells us that not a word proceeded out of the mouths of the Israelites because Joshua had commanded them in verse 10. He said, the people, You shall not shout or make any noise with your voice nor shall a word proceed out of your mouth. There's a time that God is working out your miracle Keep quiet. Keep short. My people say, What does that mean? When, when, when your plant of um, yam is about to sprout, you cover it. The reason why your miracle is not complete is because some of you have spoken ahead of time. And you have aborted the miracle. It says, look at it. It says, don't say a word. Now, let me announce to you, Grace Assembly, what many of us are going through is our six days. If you think you are in trouble, if you think you are going through some very difficult time, you are going through your six days. What happens in the six days? Number one, man of God, in the six days, the resources you have at hand does not look like you can complete the challenge you have. In the six days, the resources that is at your disposal can never meet problem that is at hand so here were these children of Israel looking at this seemingly impregnable wall of a city called Jericho and what did they have they had trumpets they had horn they had uh, ram horns how do you attack a huge city how do you attack the city of banking how do you attack of insurance when you do not even have the capital to start the business. You're a travel agent. I know to get an IATA, to be registered with IATA, even if you have the money, you may not be able to get it. Am I right, sir? And God has said to you, Minister James, I am going to turn you into a huge notable travel agent. And yet, you look at your resources, it does not match where God wants to take you. The word of God does not align with the resources that you are carrying. You are in your six days. Number two, during the six days experience, you will seem to be circling the same problem. Endlessly. What did he say? He said, the children of God. The Israelites, what were they doing? They were marching around. They were marching around the city. They were watching. Do you know what? While you are marching around the city, you keep on seeing the same problem. You know where the potholes are. You know where the stone has been removed. You know where there's a gutter. You know where there's a huge cliff that you have to raise your leg. You know why? You've been circling it for so long. Every time. Do you know what? You are seeing the same mechanic every time you are in your six days. Man of God. Man of God was telling us on Sunday. He was seeing the same air conditioner Car air conditioner mechanic every day. And he was collecting money from him. Collecting money from him. When he uses the car for a few hours, Oga, you are in your six days. (laughs) Because if you are in your seven days, you will drive a new car. You won't see that guy again. When I was living in GRA, there was one generator mechanic. Pastor and I were using. His name is Ayaun. When we want to call Ayaun, we beg, Father, as I'm calling Ayaun, please let him pick up the call. I prayed, God, deliver me from Ayaun. Then I moved into an apartment that they have a service generator. Since that day, I saw Ayaun no more. Guess what? It's a long and painful wait. In six days, it is a long and painful wait. Going to see the fertility doctor every month, you are in your six days. Going to apply every week, every month. When did somebody will send you something, say, ah, They are recruiting. You know, you first start with, um, I want to be, you know, you choose. I want to be a manager or senior manager. Then you downgrade. I don't mind being manager. Even if he's deputy manager. Then after a while you hear that, I can manage assistant manager. Then after a while you hear, even if he's senior business executive, God will do it. You are in your what? Six days. It's very painful. And as I'm speaking today, I don't know what six days you are in, but you are in one sixth day or the other. May the Lord deliver us in the name of Jesus. How? Number three, in your six days, you have absolutely no idea how the problem is going to be solved. Absolutely no idea. They were marching around that wall for six days. They had no idea. You are in such a bad place. That. You say to yourself. I don't even know. How I'm going to get out of here. You come to church. And you receive a sermon like this. And you are saying. They are still talking their own. If they know the problem I am in. If you know how much I am owing. If you know what I have. Covenanted myself to you won't be preaching to me because I don't even know. You know, there are some people who will go to the man of God and they can't really tell him what the problem is. Am I right, sir? Unless the Spirit of God directs you, some people come to you and they are still trying to skirting around the issue. We see it. Uh, man of God, ah, what's your problem? Uh, you know, I'm a Christian oh. You know? But, then you start one long story. And the man of God is saying that, "Ah, where is this going? It's only by discernment that you know what the issue is. Praise the Lord. Usually, in the course of circling around your problem so much, hear this. You become an object of gossip and mockery. When you are in your six days, that problem has been attached to you for so long, sir, that people begin to call you by that name. Blind Barthemius. Barren Hannah. lepros Naaman. They use what you are going through to describe you. Don't you know that guy? You know him now. Ah, You know him now. That guy that drives one uh, 1983 Civic. Ah, I know him. I know the car. The one that his car breaks down every time. I know him. I know him. His car still broke down in front of our house. (laughs) Or don't you know that man that is always begging for credit? You know, oh, that guy that has only one jacket. Ah, I know him. They use your problem to describe you. You are going through your six days. Then number five. I don't know how many you have. No matter the amount of effort you seem to be expending, nothing seems to be changing. Man of God, think about it. When they go around the wall of Jericho one day, then they go to the wall. Nothing nothing. The world is not even chipped. Do you understand me? You know, you go, when you think that that thing that is troubling you will become weaker, it even seems to be coming stronger. Every time you examine the problem, it seems to be exacerbating. I think that's the English word. Yes. Increase in strength. After all my prayer, after all the fasting. After all the prophecy. After all the word of God. After all my church attendance. Nothing seems to be happening. How then can we successfully cross from our six days into seven days? That's the most important. How? How? Having recognized that you are in six days, do I need to tell you about it anymore? Come on now. Are we Christians in the house? Having recognized where you are in your six days, how do you cross to the seventh day? Because that's the most important thing. In Joshua 6.2, give me Joshua 6, two. Joshua 6.2, we're talking about but on the seventh day. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given Jericho into your hands. Not only Jericho, I have added its king. And just in case you are not sure, and the mighty men of valor, The first word, the first thing to cross from your sixth day into your seventh day, you must hold on to the word of God. I thought somebody was going to clap. The word of God must come to you. Bible says, God said to Joshua, Has he said it? He that has said it, he's able to perform it. So, when you are in your six days, the first thing you need to do is locate the word of God concerning your six days. Where is the word of God? What is God saying concerning this situation? Forget about the circumstances around it. Some of us, when we have problems, we are running from pillar to post. And we are looking everywhere but for the word of God. When the word of God comes, arrest it, apprehend it. Remind God about his word. Every day. What did you think Joshua was doing? Every day they circled around that city. He kept on saying, God, you promised me. You said you have given me Jericho. I do not see the sign of Jericho happening. But you said you have given it to me. Your hand, you said you have given it into my hands. I have apprehended it. Even the king and the mighty men of valor, you have given to me. So I am going to march around this city on the second day. I see nothing happening. I'm going to march around it on the third day. Hold on to the word of God. Thank you. If you want to clap, you clap. Verse 3 to 5. Verse 3 to 5. Give me verse 3 to 5. It says you shall march around the city, all the men of war. You shall go all around the city once. This you shall do six days. Go on. The seven priests, you know all of this, said seven, seven times, seven rounds, on the seventh day, blah, 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 blah. Verse five. And it shall come to pass when you make a long blast with the rams on, then you hear the sound, and so on and so forth, the world shall fall down. Number two, align yourself with the plan of God. If you want to clap, clap. Now, if you don't want to clap, keep your clap. Align yourself with the plan of God. Once you have heard the word of God and you know the move of God, align yourself with it. The problem is that sometimes the move of God is very unpopular. Sometimes, in fact most times, the move of God does not align with what you want to do. The will of God does not align with your own will. And that's where the battle comes in. Because every time we're trying to superimpose our own will over the will of God. But you must align yourself with the plan of God. Somebody say align yourself. Preach to your neighbor, say align yourself. Number three. Give me six to eight. Verses six. Then Joshua the son of Nun called the priests and said to them, Take up the ark of the covenant and let the seven priests bear the trumpets and the sign before the ark of God. Number seven. And he said to who? He said to who? You know, Joshua stood as a prophet of his time. And he said to the people, What's that scripture? say? said, Believe God and you shall. No, believe your prophet. Believe the prophet. I shall prosper and believe God and it shall be established. The role of the prophet in your life is very significant. Significant, I beg your pardon. For you to move from your sixth to your seventh day is very important. I will share one experience. The man of God and I went for one event, a corporate event. And he and I were talking, I was proud to introduce him to people, you know, this is my pastor. This is my pastor. oh, all right. you know him now. You don't, you know, pastor. Yeah. You don't say to where. So I was proud to introduce him, and then he called me later in the evening and said, Pastor Yomi, I only wish that the people saw you or see you the way I see you. Because the way I see you is how God sees you. I see you as a person of value. You have all these friends, but they are not seeing you in the right way. It is important for you to make sure that they see you in the way God sees you. That's when they're going to put value in your life. And I put it to test. And to date our longest-serving client was from the counsel that he gave to me. Thank you, sir. I'm not sure I've given you an prophet's offering. (laughs) Now, what do I say? If I look at him like he's my friend, he's my brother, he's my twin brother, but I must have this discernment when he's speaking to me like the man of God. Me, I have one of the biggest problems in this church. When he's speaking to me as a friend, when he's speaking to me as a brother, and when he's speaking to me from as my pastor, discernment. So, I'm very quick to know what mode we're seeking because he can be speaking to me as his brother, and then the next minute, even without him knowing, he begins to prophesy. I quickly have to adjust to the mood of him being my pastor. If the people of God, if the people of Israel had said to Joshua, who is this one talking? Are you Moses? Moses that was talking to God and seeing God. Have you seen God before? Nothing happened. Exactly. If the market for six days, then he says we should go on the seventh day seven times. Is this one well? In fact, can you even imagine? He doesn't even have a rod like Moses. This one is a fake pastor, he's a fake prophet, and then they don't believe him. But Bible tells us that they believed him, he spoke to them, and they believed him. I don't know. Possibly some people said they were not doing with him again. The Bible didn't record it, but it's possible that some people say, I've told you this Joshua, there's something wrong with him. Did you see the way he was walking? Did you see his way he was walking? And then Joshua, Moses, could command things. Moses spoke to God. Have you seen this one speaking to God before? And then he's telling us, God said i'm like jesus bible says that when he spoke to them and told them the truth they went away may you not walk away from your destiny in the name of jesus let me explain something to you there are people that god has assigned to your life and there are many things that may not come through unless god uses that person you must be sensitive he who has an heir let him hear what the spirit is saying number 4 act on your faith give me Joshua 12 Joshua 12 number 4 6 12 I beg your pardon 6 12 the first, when I talk about the verse is we're all in this scripture number 12 I have it? yeah and Joshua arose early in the morning and the priest took up For you to move from the 6th to the 7th day, you must act on your faith. You must take it up. Bible tells us that Jesus picked up his cross. He said to the man, unless you pick your cross and you follow me daily, you must act in your faith and you must walk in your faith. Bible says faith without works is dead so if you have the belief that you are going to move from the 6th into the 7th day pick up that faith sometimes it's as heavy as the cross of Christ sometimes the price you pay for it is so difficult we heard about the, the uh, man who wrote the song Is it uh, Amazing Grace that what happened. It was when he had lost his entire family at sea, and when he got to that place, he was able to compose the hymn "Amazing Grace." How 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 does someone in the midst of distress? How does so somebody in the midst of uh, disaster, in the midst of uh, uh, tragedy, still be able to praise? Preach to one or two people, say pick up your faith. I don't like the way you're saying. Say pick up your faith. Pick up your faith. One last thing. And I'm done. I'm almost done. Joshua twenty five. I'm sorry verse 25 verse 25 uh, and Joshua spared Rahab the harlot her father's household and all that she had so she dwells in Israel to this day because she hid the messengers for you to move from your six Into the seventh day. It helps if you make a vow, but it's more important if you keep the vow. Joshua said to Rea, If you do not tell her it, the, 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 it wasn't even Joshua it was the spies that sent to Joshua, Joshua um, to Rehab if you this thing that you have done when we come and we come and attack the city we're going to spare you Joshua could have repudiated that vow because he was not the one who made it it's like me making an, a vow on your behalf and then The integrity of your character. Because I, you are my principal. I made a vow in your name. You upheld the vow. And many of us, when we're going through our six days, we say to God, if you give me this, I will do that. And then when you get it, you begin to renegotiate the deal. Bible tells us that Anna made what? A vow. He says, if you give me a male child. Remember, Anna was barren. She had no child. They had been ridiculing her in her six days. And then she made a vow. The Bible tells us that when, when, when she had a child, after she had weaned the child, she went and she presented the child in the house of God to the man of God. It would have been very easy for her to say, man of God, don't you know, you will understand now that this is my only child. Do you know how painful it must have been? Do you know, devil would have been telling her that this child you are about to give away. You are going back to square one because Penani will continue to ridicule you. Because the totality of it is that you still do not have a child. So, let me tell you something. When you enter that mode, there's nothing too big to give to God. I have made a covenant and I must keep my covenant. Some of us, the kind of blessing we want from God... We cannot give the one-tenth of that blessing to the God that gave it to us. We begin to negotiate with God. After all, what are they using the money to do? What is their problem? In fact, some people may leave the assembly. God, take 5%. That should be okay for you. God, take two and a half. Manage that. You know now, God, you know now. You know I love you. People of God, this morning, it is important that you transit from six days into your seventh day. You cannot Continue to operate in six days. That's not God's trans- We preach transformation in this church. What does transformation mean? It means that there's movement. There's increment. There's progress. So there's nothing wrong if you started in the six days. As a matter of fact, you must have the six-day experience. But grace assembly, it is with pleasure, with of God with the joy of God that I announced to you that you are about to enter into your seventh day in the name of Jesus yeah. Bible says that even though weeping may endure for the night joy will come in the morning that morning is the seventh day grace assembly you are about to witness your seventh day in the name of Jesus I said you are about to witness your seventh day in the name of Jesus. No matter what you have experienced, no matter the length of your six days, by the grace of God, by the unction of God, Sister Tinuke, I put a stop to it, in the name of Jesus. From today, you will begin to experience your seven days in the name of Everything that looks familiar with six days, I reject it for you in the name of Jesus. I said you will enter into your seventh day in the name of Jesus. Every six days that has held you back, by the mercies of God, today I stand upon this altar you will experience your seventh day in the name of Jesus. Your seventh day is your day with destiny. You are about to come into a new day in the name of Jesus. You are about to experience something new in the name of Jesus. I want to end and I want to close with the scripture. Let me let me read it for you. Exodus 34, 21. Please bring it up. Exodus 34, Twenty-one. Exodus 34, 21. This is where I'm going to end it. It says, Six days you shall walk. Oga, okay? have you been walking, sir? Have you been walking, sir? Six Aha. See, revelation. Oh. I'm 60. Ten, 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 ten years for each day. Let me six days you have been walking, sir. It says six days you shall walk, but on the seventh day, but on the seventh day, Auntie B, but on the seventh day. <laughs> Where shall I turn? My dear cousin, but on the seventh day but on the what will happen you shall rest grace assembly you shall rest man of God you shall rest you have been walking so hard in that six days your six days will come to an end from today in the name of Jesus Me, you are going to experience seven days in the name of Jesus. This year, you are going to experience seven days in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah! The seventh day has arrived. The seventh day has arrived, Minister. Take out the seventh day has arrived. Minister James, the seventh day has arrived. Patrick, your seventh day has arrived. If you
1: believe that, show the big amen.
0: Hallelujah. Then you are, you are going to do one more thing. You are going to point to me. You tell me, my seven days have arrived. I said my own seven days. I, I, you are being disobedient, Pastor. Some people are still pointing to them. Say, I said my seven day has arrived. Ambassador, you are still pointing to yourself. Ah. Yes, sir. And he says, what? Imply? Look, 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 no, no. Listen, man of God, here, sir. Here you go. You know. You know when you read the Bible you sometimes you want to jump out. It says in plowing time. Which means that even as you are walking you are resting. It says in plowing time as you are going to walk you are still resting. And in harvest you shall Full of God, I don't know. I was so excited when God gave me this word. I was bubbling. I was bubbling. I just want you to spend some time, just pray to God the Lord, I want to enter into my rest. I want to leave six days. I want to leave six days behind. I want to leave six days behind. There were some people mocking israelites in the six days look at them they are running around they ate their words they swallowed their words in six days yes it's okay i'm going through six days but i want to enter into my seventh day because it's the day of rest just speak to your god just say lord i want to enter into my rest I've worked too hard. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Father, as you have spoken to me, I have delivered. I ask that now let this word be translated in the lives of your people, and in my life, in the name of Jesus. That in glory, we will enter into our seven days in the name of Jesus. No matter the darkness of the six days, we are going into the bright sunshine day of the seventh in the mighty name of Jesus. So that by the next testimony service, even from next week Sunday, somebody will shout, "Son of God, I have a testimony. Because... I've started experiencing my seventh day. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Have you been blessed this morning? If you have been blessed this morning, I want you to shout. Amen. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah.